welcome to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. As you can see, we're doing something a little bit different here. You actually can see me, St. Q's, I don't know what which way he is as far as uh, picture-wise, but Q's here, and we brought Will back for another episode and the first uh, one that we're going to post on YouTube here. Q, how's your day going so far? Uh, besides having computer issues as always, uh, it's been going great. I had to work, got a good workout in, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. First YouTube episode, so I'm ready to talk some trash. Um, as so you have an Ohio State shirt on, you got your go blue uh, on, so my Michigan shirt on, although you can wear yours proudly, I can wear mine's hidden, so but, yeah, <laughs> that's how my day is going. Will, how you doing over there, bro? Doing all right. I don't want it to snow, so I'm crossing my fingers for that. But other than that, I'm good. It's supposed to snow tomorrow, isn't it? Let's snow over yeah. here tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't want it to snow. I don't feel like dealing with that. You're in the wrong state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. We're in the wrong state. Don't really want no snow. But jumping in, well, before we get to the topics, I. I know Q and I were talking about um, potentially talking about uh, weight loss and all of that other stuff. If you don't know, and I don't know how you guys would know, but I did go out and buy an exercise bike. And this cycle bike, I've been riding on something crazy. And as of today, I'm burning roughly like a thousand calories per hour or so. So I'm super excited about it. My ass hurts though. Um, <laughs> How long do you do cardio? You used to be doing like an hour or? It depends on the day. And with this bike, it's literally before my uh, my whole leg, ass, and all that area gets like super numb because then I can't do anything for a day and a half if I go too hard. The longest I've been on it is 90 minutes. But uh, I try to get at least 20 in. Yeah. Burn a significant amount of calories. And then Dead Nettie's on HBO Go. Or HBO Max, so you know, I'm knocking out a couple episodes of Ed, Ed, Nettie, reliving my childhood and sweating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn, I gotta step my cardio game up. Yeah, because you know we can't. It's too cold to go running outside. Yeah, definitely. What's going on, man? With this NFL, we had a, had a couple games. To find out who uh, who's going to the Super Bowl. How you guys feel about the? Um, Guess we can dive right into it. The GOAT, Tom Brady. Yes, uh, Aaron Rodgers looks like the Buccaneers are going to a home field advantage Super Bowl. How do you guys feel about that? I don't think we can not call Tom Brady the GOAT anymore now at this point. You can make arguments about his uh, the refs, the cheating scandals, and things along those lines. But at the end of the day, the man has been to Ten championships and he's what six and six and what six and four? Six, yeah, six okay. and four. Yeah, he lost. Well, he lost three. So this one to be coming up would be his. If he wins, it'll be what seven and yeah, seven and three or six and four. Uh, you just want to avoid that LeBron number. Oh, yeah, he's already avoided <laughs> it, but still. About you, Will. How you how you feel about uh, Tom Brady reaching his tenth uh, Super Bowl? Um, to be totally honest with you, I really don't care. <laughs> like my Ravens <laughs> lost, so I really don't care. Ravens usually play Tom Brady really well. I don't. I think he has a. Uh, I think he might have a losing record against the Ravens, but in the playoffs. But I mean, he is the goat. I really can't say that he's not. Yeah. He's been to way too many Super Bowls, and when you think he's out of it, it some rhyme or reason he gets back in it. After the the Atlanta Super Bowl, I was pretty much confirmed that for me. So anything after that is kind of like whatever. <laughs> for him to come back in that, that's that was something else. So yeah, he's definitely the GOAT. But like I said, I, okay, congratulations, Tom. <laughs> it means my Saints. I was a little bit upset about it because, you know, the Saints I mean, have been whooping their ass all season. 
and I we mean, get to the playoffs and can't convert and do anything. <laughs> Drew Brees was done a long yeah, he time. He couldn't throw the ball 20 yards down the field either. So, I mean, that plays a part in it all. I forgot what week it was. I think it was the week the Saints played the Chiefs. Drew Brees threw a pass. I forgot who he was throwing it to, but it was like it was short, just the way he threw it. Mm. It was short. Tom Brady threw the exact same pass, and it was like on point. And I knew right then and there, I'm like, oh, it's over. It doesn't even matter if they play the uh, the Buccaneers in the playoffs again, they're going to lose. Like, this man is done. Like, it's yeah. a wrap. Two road wins, one in New Orleans, one in Green Bay. So I, I got to give them this props. See, you know, Buccaneers is balling. They, their squad is a lot deeper than I thought it was. I mean, Definitely. I, you know, I, I knew they had Gronk and knew they had Sinlin for that, but then I forgot about their backup receivers. Like, they're just killing the Green Bay cornerbacks. And then I want to ask you guys, um, if you're the coach of the Green Bay Packers, fourth and goal on the AR line, would you guys let Aaron Rodgers go for it? Would you do what Matt LaFer did and kick a field goal? It's the playoffs. You might as well just go ahead and, hey, we're going to win or lose. You're gonna, it's going to come down to this. I mean, Chances got, make champions, so you might you as well just Aaron go ahead Rogers and just go. Too. You got that bad man, Rodgers, and then you say, you know what? We're going to kick a field goal, and we're going to let Tom Brady decide uh, if we if he can get a first down to make sure that we uh, don't get the ball back. Or I mean, it's just – it was mind-boggling. And then I noticed that the second half – well, before the second half started, I don't know if you guys saw that play at the end of the first half where – Tom Brady just threw like a 30, 40 year old, 40 pass yard pass and like like nobody near my man. Yeah. <laughs> Blown coverage. So I'm Aaron Rodgers, man. Get me out of here. Damn. Tom did play great in the first half. Second half, he was butt cheeks. Yeah, so like three interceptions, I, right? Yeah, yeah, three interceptions. So I'm like, what? I mean, it is what it is. I don't get paid that money, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, it seems like nowadays you got to kind of play actual football like the video game in some degrees. Mm-hmm. If you're that close, you might as well just go ahead and whatever that trick play is that you got to get to score, you might as well just go for it. Because if you don't, you might as well. You got you Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the league. He ain't doing nothing. At least you at least try, man. Like that he was ain't crazy. Nothing. <laughs> they was hyping that man up all year and he was doing all this stuff. He ain't do nothing then, at all. Then I'm thinking, like, you didn't help Aaron Rodgers by drafting his pretty much his predecessor in the draft of mm-hmm. Justin Love. So it's kind of like, well, what's next now? You guys got to two NFC championship games back to back. Guys didn't pull it off. So what is the next step for the Green Bay Packers? Oh, it's time to go for uh, for Aaron Rodgers. I, I think that that coach didn't – he was in – one of those double-edged sword situations though. Because had he went for it and they not scored, it would have been, well, why wouldn't you just take the points? You take the points when you have the opportunity to take the points. And uh, if, and it goes back to that whole thing about Brady having, uh, Brady and the refs being on one accord or whatever, but he intimidated that ref into throwing that flag. They weren't calling no penalties the whole game. Are you talking about that? Uh, the the holding him. Yeah, yeah that was the defense holding. And he oh, held them uh, on the Packers. Yeah, he, he definitely yeah, he held them, I mean, but they weren't calling it. They weren't the calling whole game. They let yeah. so much go by, and then they waited to that point to yeah. draw something like that. That was kind of heartbreaking for the Green. But it was hilarious. Like the Packers had the chance to win, so that play shouldn't have mattered regardless. Now it would have got them off the field though. Uh, still, was, like you still had a. Packers kind of blew that game. They did. The they did. Night. They did. It, I'm not one that believes in one call being that the end all be all, but it was definitely a thing of where uh, he threw that pass and they would have got off the field had he not, uh, had they not called it. But what made me laugh was it happened and then there was like a second two seconds, three seconds, and you hear and can you see Brady in the background like looking at the ref or whatever, and then dude finally throw the flag out. I'm like, come on, man, you can't throw the flag now. <laughs> Let that yeah. giant rock at this point. Uh, did you guys yeah. watch the Kansas City and uh, Buffalo game? I did. I thought that, uh, I thought Kansas City, I thought Buffalo was going to come out a little bit more prepared than what they did. Um, 
<laughs> you have to outscore Kansas City, unfortunately, or yeah. keep them off the field. And uh, they couldn't do either. Yeah. Even with uh, getting spotted 10, well, it was nine points, should have been 10. But even getting spotted 10 points, it still wasn't enough to stop the onslaught of offense that is Kansas City. Yeah, and they couldn't really run the ball either. I mean, they didn't run it too much against the Ravens last week either. But I think they leading rusher was Josh Allen. So I'm like, yeah. Deep. Josh Allen was like he was just he was trying his best but it was nothing he could do he was trying to get stuff on the ball he couldn't give him the ball or anything mm-hmm. Kansas City defense to me is not the best you know they're more offensive ori- oriented but they did pretty good yesterday against Buffalo I'm <laughs> interested comes through yeah kind of like you know, they compared them to the Golden State Warriors, and I kind of agree with them. They kind of remind me of the Golden State Warriors. You know, they play defense when they need to, like team defense, and their offense is pretty much um, something that you, like you, like uh, Saint said, you have to pretty much try to outscore them, and that's pretty tough with Patrick Mahomes, and you got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Sam, Sammy Watkins didn't even play, or Le'Veon Bell, so. Uh, I think they both washed up. Yeah. So it's a wrap on that. And they're supposed to be I guess they're getting activated for the Super Bowl or whatnot. So who I know it's kinda of early for predictions, but do you see uh Tampa Bay? You see Tom Brady getting that um getting that seventh ring or do you see Patrick Mahomes doing back to back Super Bowl wins? It's so hard it's to bet be. against Brady. Yeah. It's hard as hell to bet against Brady. Go ahead. Gonna, yeah. Patty Mahomes will give you uh He'll be in the GOAT conversation if he gets it and he's only four years into the game. So, for sake of not having to hear said argument, I'm going to go with the the Bucks and experience in Brady. Uh, Will, we we know you don't care, Will, but um, it'd be nice to get a a prediction. So, that's what I'm going to say. So, the Chiefs lost like their, like two of their linemen. One of them was like their left tackle. Yeah. Yeah, so I that's gonna be tough to be honest. Cause I mean, like I said, the Buccaneers, their defense isn't great, but they do still have some monsters on the line. They still have uh JPP, I think, and Dominican Sue. And I mean, I know they haven't been doing anything this year, like this been like, oh my god, like they back, but if they go in and get some bums, <laughs> it's gonna be a long day for Patrick Mahomes. Um and plus, Patrick Mahomes isn't like really one of those quarterbacks to go through his progressions. He only doing like one or two looks. And if it's there, it's there. If it's not, you're gonna try to run. And he's not that good of a runner. He's he's good once he gets like his momentum and stuff built up. But and he got that messed up foot or toe or whatever the case may be. I don't know <laughs> about that. Um honestly, I'll I'll go with the Chiefs just because. I do like Kelsey and I like Hill. I mean, I do like, I really do like Mike Evans. I'm glad that he actually is able to experience what's going on (laughs) in the playoffs. (laughs) And he's in the Super Bowl. So I I really like that. But like you were saying, Q, like, you still got to deal with Kelsey and Hill and whatever science experiments that Andy Reid's going to come up with and throw out to the Buccaneers and see what they can do with it. You got Hardman too, and he always get a uh, overlook. You say those two, and then forget about Hardman being out there, and yep. just as fast as Sammy and well, even fast as uh, she is, but he's still you know four three speed guy out there. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll take the Chiefs, um, but we got to see how the offensive line is going to deal with the the Bucks defensive line because, uh, like I said, if Dominguez and JPP going to get some bums. It's gonna be kind of a long day, or they might just they'll fill them out in the first half and be like, "All right, let's ramp this up, <laughs> let's go and see if they can keep up." So, right. I'm gonna go with the safe side with the Chiefs. Well, speaking of Dominic Sue, let's talk about his former team, the Detroit Lions. Will's favorite team. Yeah. Um, Everybody's favorite team. Don't put that evil on me. Shout out, to, uh, <laughs> shout out to Saint for letting us borrow one of the coaches. So it looks like Dan Campbell is the new head coach of the Detroit Lions. Also, oh boy. <laughs> also, uh, the Detroit Lions uh, have the new GM, 
I believe it's Brad Holmes, um, African-American. I heard good things about him. And then also the Lions have agreed to part ways with Matt Stafford. So I'm going to start off with you saying, uh, I know you're not a, you could care less about the Detroit Lions, but how do you feel about all these moves that have been made in the past week uh, for Detroit? It definitely looks good on paper. Um, I'll have to see what moves they make in the offseason. And considering that Stafford's getting so much heat already for getting ready to leave and and all this, I'm going to play devil's advocate. And just if you put his numbers against some of the, I don't know if you can call top five the elite, top 10 quarterbacks, his numbers aren't that much uh, off in comparison to those guys outside of like wins. (laughs) I never thought Stafford was like a horrible quarterback. I just never, I didn't think he was just really bad. I just think he just got uh, a little bit of a bad situation. He was just there. He kind of outstayed his welcome, you know, Mm -hmm. and Detroit never really wanted to make drastic changes. They waited until their players pretty much get fed up and just leave. Like, your best running back ever, (laughs) your best receiver ever, and now your best quarterback in franchise history all decided uh, no thanks. So still suing that argument too. Yeah. So they all decided we're good. So that shows me a lot about the Detroit Lions organization. Hopefully things will change. I uh, just seen a breaking news that uh, Deuce Staley is going to be the running backs coach for the Lions. Uh, looks like he got hired a couple He's hours. Hiring ago. all the damn Saints, ain't they? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it looks like uh, another one of your Saints uh, alum is coming to over to Detroit. Will. Um, Another person doesn't care less about the Detroit Lions. He's not really a homer like that. But, you you know, I know you say you, you have a love-hate relationship with him. What you think about all these moves that's being made between uh, them getting a new GM and a coach and parting ways with Matthew Stafford? First off, I haven't been a fan since I was 10. But I keep up with it because I work with people. I'm in Michigan, so okay. not being able to talk local football is kind of whatever. But I'll say... You name me one game that Matt Stafford is kind of like, what's his biggest game? What was that? He had a couple, three, a couple 400-yard games. I don't no, know I mean, if like, was pre-counted. One that kind of just, like, turned the curve, like, oh, man, Matt Stafford's the man. Like, what win was that? Like, what was that moment that was like, oh, man, this is this is that guy? If we're being truthful, when he had that, he threw for the 5,000 yards that one season. It no, I said season. game, like game, no, not season. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it, it, after that in particular combination of those 16 games, mm-hmm. you got folks talking about Matthew Stafford, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady in the same sentence. That's when he got kind of hijacked Detroit with all that money. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I get what I get what you say. Well, what game stands out in Matthew Stafford's career that makes you think that he's an elite quarterback? And I, I can't name a particular game. I mean, I'm pretty sure Calvin Johnson was still playing when that happened, but you, you can't name a game really that solidified him as uh, a, like a top five quarterback. But overall, I, I'll give him like, you know, top 10, of course, or maybe top 15 now. Cool, all the it ain't 14 quarterbacks better than him. I mean, so. nah, nah. Yeah, not really. But it's probably just based on what organization they went to. So, I mean, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and oh, man, he was... is he technically better than Matt Stafford? I almost I mean, believe that hype. <laughs> trying to get rid of his ass now. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I mean, mm. I don't. I never really. I never really hated Stafford, but I never really loved Stafford either. So for me, it's kind of like him wanting to leave was like, okay, that's great. I mean, obviously, it really didn't get you the weapons that he needed to some degree. I'm like, you had Kelvin Johnson. So I mean, yeah. When he was there, he was just throwing it up sometimes, like, please catch this and kind of save me. And four folks around him, too, just throwing it up. Calvin would do that a lot of the times. And sometimes he would get kind of Calvin like killed sometimes, too. (laughs) He'll just throw it like across the middle and somebody just waiting there to hit him. And Calvin's so big, it either he'll go down or he'll just keep on trucking. Even with Kenny Galladay with some passes that Stafford threw. But I mean, I think that's more. 
Kenny Galladay uh, not having that breakaway speed sometimes. Like he has to kind of put himself in harm's way. Yeah. But now they, now they got to figure out how they're gonna resign Galladay and keep a one keep an interest now that he really let him go too like, I'm not paying him for what <laughs> for what I mean, I'm he's pretty good him. sir he's no I'm, good. I'm not paying him for what reason so he could be upset and be like I want out of here in two years no thank you you might as well save that money if they really gonna rebuild let them rebuild and either get some of the younger guys in there or get some veterans that want to like buy into whatever this new guy is trying to preach because I mean, honestly, if truth be told, he kind of reminds me of like a a Michael Vrabel type, like from Tennessee. They should have just got him three years ago instead of getting Pretty Matt Patricia, much, yeah. but they chose Matt Patricia. So they got they, supposedly they got their guy now, and it's going to be a six year experiment. So he ain't getting six years. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's not. He probably get like four. Either. I don't even think but, he can get three. But we if they see. clean house, they, if they clean house, he's going to get one year of, all right, well, they clean house, you know what I'm saying, whatever. We'll see what they do. Two years after that, you ain't in the play. Oh, he got to go. I mean. You're going to pull him like Jim Caldwell. I'm going to, I want to kind of agree with you with that because now we don't know what the status is for Aaron Rodgers. So the a- NFC North is looking kind of sweet suspect because and the Bears, they don't know what's there. going on with they, they quarterback. Minnesota, I think that question's about to come up because I think uh her cousin sweet up. too. That whole so, all the dang quarterbacks in the dang division is sweet. It's so, sweet. You don't know where they ride going. Everybody about to be moving. Hey. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, you're probably right. He don't have about three years. But I mean, hey. the Lions are so far behind everybody else in that division that it don't even matter. They ain't got no defense. They don't have no identity whatsoever. So this guy wants to be like, oh, we're going to be like a real tough and rough team. Okay, that's cool. But I mean, those guys like to buy in. So yeah. hopefully they they do that and they get the right people and players to kind of believe in that because they believed in Jim Caldwell and he had him to a certain point and then they brought in Matt Patricia and he kind of tried that, that way. Yeah, he kind of tried that, that Patriot way and that that didn't fly so I don't know how this guy's gonna really work but I mean they look like they hiring people that kind of gonna back up what this guy is preaching so do you see the Detroit Lions moving up to get uh, Saints boy Justin Fields or do you see them no God no <laughs> I mean uh, man. or do you see them trying to get possibly no. a Deshaun Watson oh I mean if I was Deshaun well, they were saying that he wanted to go to the Jets. That's what I heard. Yeah. I think Adam Schefter said he was trying yeah. to go to the Jets. I'm like, why would you want to go to the Jets? I mean, obviously, I guess it's just because of New York. But I mean, if you want to go from one bad team to another bad team, I mean, why not Detroit? <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I don't True. think you get him. The Jets are bad either. to worse, though, right? Going from the Texans to the Jets. I'm very curious yeah, to why he wants to go there because I'm looking at the. I think it's just it's New York marketing. marketing. Yeah, I guess so, man. Cause it's marketing. Um, Although Texas is big as hell, too. So I guess. Uh, yeah, Texas is big. Houston. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they'll. I mean, if they could, that'd be great. <laughs> if they can get Justin Fields, but I mean. It all depends Stop on what saying they do, that, bro. man. Why y'all keep saying those? <laughs> no, it's already bad enough that yeah, they done drafted the chip over there. And now, well, well, I mean, you never know. The Jaguars might take them. Yeah. To be honest, because Urban Myers I think is, they are. But you know what I'm saying? You're going to have there. to be forced to watch Lions games now if they do take that. already got to be forced to watch Lions games. It took all that damn coaching staff down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just, so, wow. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do. Uh, I don't know if they're going to start off with a young quarterback or do they want to get like a veteran in there? Do they want to get like a Ryan Fitzpatrick to come over there? No. I mean, they're not winning now. I mean, yeah. what, if you're going to get a veteran, they, they're going to have to pay him some money <laughs> to yeah. deal with that nonsense because, like I said, I ain't paying Galladay. So, you're right. Who, who else they have? I don't think they keep it Marvin Jones. So, no, Marvin Jones just uh, read an article saying that he's not returning either to the season. I'm like, Jesus well, Christ. Well, then, who was that person going to throw to? <laughs> so, some rookies. That's what's going to happen. He could be throwing <laughs> to some rookies. Some and I mean, even, even with Ryan Fitzpatrick, I, 
don't see it. Um, I mean, you might be able to get some receivers in the uh, free agency. Um, if the Lions want to pay them, some, they just have say, yeah, if they want to open that checkbook up, they can get somebody to come over there. But the way the Lions are set up, they they don't want to open their checkbook up unless it's to the wrong people. They gonna open up that checkbook and uh, buddy gonna be ready to go after that first year. No, I can't do this. Now throw the ball again. Wait, you just threw the ball at me twenty. Oh, you gotta catch it some more. Go catch it some more. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that lost, lost cause, but I mean they got a lot of work to do. What do you think about a trade? I'm gonna ask you these questions that I've seen on the line. Uh, what do you think about a trade? The Patriots for Cam Newton. What is he going to do? He can't throw the ball no more either. No, <laughs> he can't throw it no more. Whatever happened, that man has put his body on the line for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And his arm strength is just like done. It's almost like a Drew Brees arm strength. If we were yeah, I don't know what happened to him. And I mean, it like it was. he still thinks that he could be a starting quarterback. He started and out I mean, pretty good. And then he just, man, diminished a little bit. I mean, he had a couple good games, but most of those games, he was rushing for the touchdowns. He wasn't throwing too many. And yeah, one where he threw for like three, uh, 350. One out of what, 17 games? He didn't play that many games. Yeah, right after that game, he had COVID. COVID. Yeah. games. He ain't been attempting since COVID. Games. Yeah, maybe it was COVID. Maybe that was the deal, but I don't, I, I wouldn't trade for him because he's a free agent anyway. So I definitely yeah. traded for him. <laughs> That's nope, true. not him. Um, exactly. Who else? Garoppolo. Nah, ain't nobody getting no dead. Yeah, I. You go from Stafford to Garoppolo? Nah, I might as well. Like, what else? Stafford to the 49ers. I know the biggest rumor is that he's going to, um, that the Indianapolis Colts are very interested in Stafford, but how is he going to get there? Like, what type of trade can you pull off? Um, Indianapolis to get anything back. You're gonna get uh, Brissett, or you know what? What are you gonna do? You give up a bunch of six round draft picks. <laughs> I didn't think they're gonna get a first. I mean, I would. What? Man, I could give. I mean, that's what the reports that they try and look for first. I mean, I'll. If a first round for Stafford? Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. No, people believe in Stafford, man. I don't. Hey, I don't think they ain't getting no first round for him. We might get a second and a third or something like, and that's reaching. You ain't getting no first round for Stafford. I don't see it. I mean, it's the Colts. I mean, they they right there. Like they're not that far they, off. They, they didn't need a quarterback. quarterback. Philip Rivers wasn't cutting. He retired. You know, I'm getting yeah, out of there. He retired. So I mean, <laughs> there Stafford has the weapons because Ty still there, and they got that. Uh, who was that guy? Um, that Paris Campbell from good old, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, him. And I think they got somebody named Pitts too. I think that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Michael Pittman's sons there. Yeah, Michael, Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, Pittman. And they got um, JT. Um, so they got the running game. Their defense is solid. So, I mean, it's everything that Stafford ever needed. So that was probably the best spot for him to go. Um, he need to go to a contender. I mean, they are a contender. I mean, not in that division, they and they uh they over there with uh Baltimore and them. No, they in the South. They only got one beat uh, the Tennessee. That's it. Yeah, Jaguars not good, and Houston not good. So I mean, they always gonna be contention for the division. Houston gonna be decent next year. Not with Deshaun. Deshaun ain't gonna be there. That's why they probably end up being decent. You know, get somebody down there that's gonna be uh. <laughs> Yeah. Get somebody down there as well as a couple other pieces, and then it's going to go through that whole thing of uh, trying to blame uh, Watson for everything that went wrong with it. The defense is going to get revamped. JJ's going to play out of his mind. I think and he will leave too. I think he's tired of it. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to do no more rebuild. <laughs> yeah. There was rumors of him wanting to go to Pittsburgh with his brother. I mean, uh, I mean that's cool, but I mean, take care of Both ball. his brothers over there? I think one of so. them is. Yeah. One, I know one TJ sure. and the other. Uh, the other one's a. Uh, what is he? He's a fullback, I thought. Yeah, I don't know what's name, but he's probably is over there. I mean, that's probably the best place for Stafford to go. I don't see him going over like San Francisco and making really any difference over there. He might be up, maybe a little bit of an upgrade over Garoppolo, but I mean, best spots for him to go is probably Indy. 
They could probably get like what Saint was saying, a second or third round. Go ahead and give us Percet. So we'll have our quarterback that we can have. And then maybe just draft one under him. Um and kind of go in that direction. They, the Detroit Lions really should, should have drafted a quarterback last year when there was a lot of them available. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, you Justin Herbert, too, even though Tua didn't have a very impressive season, but you had a lot of options. So I think they made a mistake with that, but that was because they were under a different regime and they had Matt Patricia, but um, right. hopefully... You've been calling for that man jobs since he's been um, here. Yeah, he working with me, shit. <laughs> I, I got that. He's one. Of, he's just terrible. His the way he, just the way he just traded Darius Slay like that. Like it was just like I'm. I'm good on that. But um, so if you wanted to talk about um, the NBA, you want to talk about some of the players. Looks yeah. like um, you want to talk about generational uh, comments. Looks like uh, you know some players you feel might be soft or what's no, what's the deal? So. I ain't gonna go out and say that they soft, you know, with a capital T. Um, <laughs> what I will say is because of the, uh, I think because of the influence of social media and the fact that fans now have complete access to uh, stars, superstars, and bench warmers alike, that the backlash may be a little bit more harsh for them. Um, and some of, and Shaq is my goat. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's kind of a hater at times, but Shaq is my goat. But some of the stuff that he says in general, and we'll, we'll just start with him, like coming at Rudy Gobert for, what is he making, like 200 mil or something ridiculous? Yeah. Yeah. And Shaq was like, wait, what? 200 mil? What does he do? How many points is this going? And you're building a team <laughs> like he thought he got overpaid, which I feel like you're entitled to have your own opinion. Um and people don't necessarily have to agree with whatever your opinion is but then i felt as if rudy then played like the victim role of well if you're not happy for me making money like i'm sure he's happy for you it doesn't make any sense for them to give you a max contract when you're like ben wallace with uh, how did he do that i'm still i guess it's the market but whatever okay i don't even i think that's just common sense if you look at rudy go around and just look how limited he is. I mean, he's a great defensive player, but I wouldn't have gave him that amount. No, yeah, no. I wouldn't give him 200 million? No, no. You got two max players on your team. Now you can't build anything. Then you, the two max players supposedly weren't even getting along for you to build anything around them. Right. Did you see uh, Shaq? He um, had some comments to Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> he said, I right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a new generation, so they're a little bit more sensitive to things when it comes to these older players. It, it comes off like it's hating, but like kind of like what KD and LeBron said, they, you can tell the difference when someone's actually hating on you compared to just telling you the truth. A lot of players don't want to hear the truth about their game, about what yeah. they can do. I mean, Rudy should know that, that, like, look, I'm on the Jazz, I'm like seven foot, but all I can do is block and rebound. I'm not a scorer. I cried when I didn't make the All-Star team a few years ago. And leave that man alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, then they're saying he's the reason why. I mean, I'm pretty sure COVID would have came anyway, but he's yeah. the reason why COVID came. So, it, to me, I think that these players kind of just take things a little too personal, mm-hmm. and they got to just keep playing. Like, just use that as motivation, just like how you know Michael Michael did back in the day, and while the rest of the other players, they just took things as motivation and pushed through. Yeah, I don't think goes. everyone's cut like that either, though. Yeah, yeah. You true. know who you can motivate that way and who you can't motivate that way. Some people need uh, a pat on the butt to do well, and some people need uh, to pull from a, a negative space to to feel like they're going to do well or to prove said person wrong. Um, I think it's the job of the person that's trying to motivate you to know what works for whomever it is that they're trying to motivate, but. I also think too that um, in that same breath everyone jumps down the person's throat when they don't they're not nice like oh you, you can't shoot a jump ass. shot yeah you can't shoot a jump shot and they're like oh my god you're such a terrible person he can't shoot a jump shot you can't go left oh my god you can't tell him he can't go left he's not going left so I'm gonna assume he can't go left 
I would feel like they would be more receptive of people that played the game versus like a Skip Bayless or a Stephen A. Smith that hasn't played um, on that level. So I would yeah. think that they would respect their peers or the OGs kind of letting them know. Because that's back in the day, that's how it was. Like you'd be at the court or at the park and the OGs would tell you what you need to do and what you're doing wrong. I mean, they should be used to that considering they used to do that back in AAU ball. But it's, it's just a whole different thing. And I think a lot of these players, like you said, are not built for that. They kind of got baby all the way up to the top because when I look at it now compared to when I was even hooping, man, these players, they get all types of video packages. They get free shirts, hoop shorts, hoop free shoes. Like, they just get so much. I mean, back then you got some of that, but literally almost every player got anything, everything they want, whether it's legally or illegally. And I think, you know, they try to mold them. Like, yeah, you going to the league, you going to the league, you going to the league. But they won't point out what's wrong. I look at, like, right now in high school, you got LeBron James, son, you got Imadi Bates. And I watch Imadi Bates plays nice. He's going to be nice when he go to college, probably going to state. But from what I've seen, kind of have a bad attitude. But who's going to tell him that he has a bad attitude when everybody's telling him he's going to go to the NBA? So then when he gets to the league, yeah, so then when he gets to the league and that bad attitude comes out, then they say, oh, man, he's he's not a team player. Then he's like got like a weird face. Like, I can't believe you said this about me. What's going on? You're hating on me. A lot of these players get that. So no, I kind of agree with you that. that if he's going to Michigan State, Tom Izzo ain't having none of that. So no, no, they will be scrapping. <laughs> they're going to be scrapping so I don't I think if he stays at Michigan State long enough that'll be corrected um, yeah I mean but he's as far pretty, as he's pretty much going to be one and done but like you said Izzo don't play them type of games and he's been watching he's been coming to his high school games and he can't talk to him but you know he just looks and hopefully you know there won't be any drama but you're right Izzo not going to play that <laughs> um, different generation though too what were you finna say Will? No, I was gonna say like I, I agree with what you guys are saying like definitely just like how today is in general you really can't say anything about anybody even if you were in the right like nobody doesn't want to like actually have a actual discussion about things it's either you either right or you wrong so mm-hmm. if I say oh KD needs to do X Y and Z and I'm somebody of relevance they're gonna be on my head like, oh, this, that, and others. Like, I'm just pointing out the obvious. And obviously, you're gonna probably say the same thing. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. You never played with me before. I'm like, but I'm just saying, this is my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a lot of people nowadays don't wanna have a discussion. Right. I mean, I'm surprised that first take and Skip Bayless and all those guys are still <laughs> doing their thing. But I think that's more for like an entertainment purpose. I mean, I they definitely know what they're talking about. Right. But I mean, I'm. Totally honest, I do not like LeBron James X, Y, and Z. When he first got in the league, I was like, this dude can't shoot. He can't do no free throws. Every time he shot a three-point shot, it was like literally out of NBA jam, just the way the ball was in the air for so long before it finally came down. I was super hypocritical of that man, but he worked on it. He listened to the haters or whatever the case may be, and he worked on it and fixed it. So now I really can't say too much about him. I'll still talk shit about him because I don't like yeah, him. Yeah, you do. You do. I, I, I will. <laughs> I don't like him, but he's definitely improved his game and I can't... It is what it is. And like you guys are saying, like some players just don't... They're not built like that or they don't want to take the criticism and work on it. So if a Shaq say, oh, you need to do this or you need to do that, in a sense, he's kind of right. Like Rudy Gobert should be Every time you get the ball, it should be a bucket. It shouldn't be an issue as to why he can't get a bucket if he's 10 feet away from the rim. That should be easy money. But just, I guess, the way the game is played now, that's not how it's going to go because you got Donovan Mitchell, who's probably going to have the ball for about a good 10, 15 seconds of the play clock. And if he can't get what he want to get, it's like, okay, well, who else I got? Mike Connolly and Rudy Gobert. Um... I'm going to give it to Mike Conley. Like, he ain't giving up all to Rudy Gobert, <laughs> even if he does have a good matchup. Or Rudy Gobert is, like, so messed up and, like, off because he got switched around in a pick and roll or something that he's, like, way off somewhere he shouldn't be. And, you know, he can't do anything there. Um, but I think they kind of need to have a little bit tougher skin. But, I mean, 
I'm not the one making millions of dollars. So I mean, I guess also in their eyes, it's kind of like I didn't made all this money or I'm making all this money. Who are you to tell me what I need to improve on? Um, because I'm here playing the game. Mm-hmm. Like, and you not. So I'm like, like, yeah, you're right. But I mean, is the goal to win money or is it to win championships? Like you gotta, you can't, you can't have both. So I think they kind of need to do just kind of say block it out but then like you said like it's on Twitter if you check in Twitter every day or you check in Instagram every day or even if you not somebody will see it's for you and they're going to come running back and telling you what somebody saying and next thing you know you and your feelings mm-hmm. it's like oh somebody talking about your mom who talking about my mama it's like high school stuff <laughs> that's what yeah. it sounds like or elementary stuff and that's how it kind of plays out a lot of times I think you're right too I think you're on to something I think back then the reason why it was different too because older players didn't have social media and they had Twitter and it wasn't like that you just if any criticism came you watching the TV and then of course you could turn it off whenever you want but now it's all around you go on IG go on Twitter go on Facebook go on these uh, Reddit sites anything you're going to see some criticism about you kind of how the type of player you are all types of things your personal life so oh yeah I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan be pissed off even more than what he was (laughs) Yeah. If he had Twitter and social media and all that stuff, and he went through what he went through with the Pistons, and that was in the, like the social media age, oh, he'd be super, way more upset than what he was. But I guess you can kind of say he took all of that and got stronger because because when he was going against the Pistons, I'm pretty sure he wasn't as muscle, not muscle bound, but just like he couldn't really take the punishment like that. Like year in the year, he kind of figured like, hey. They're kicking my ass so either I'm gonna have to <laughs> bulk up so I can deal with some of that stuff or I'm gonna keep getting my ass kicked and that was before like social media he kind of he knew it he seen it he, he dealt with it and he did what he had to do and you know he's the GOAT so a lot of players can't hey man you've been there listening to people hear you say that I'm like the GOAT you know Brian been the 10 finals and I mean I don't like Michael Jordan all that much either but I mean it is what it is if I was to show a picture of LeBron James or Michael Jordan to my mother who knows nothing about sports I'm like which one is Michael Jordan she'll probably point to the right one which is Michael Jordan just because like, oh he has the ball headed guy right Michael Jordan she wanna know who LeBron James is <laughs> even with the Sprite commercials so I'm just saying he on Mountain Dew now so I might have to go back and drink a Mountain Dew same thing like she'll she'll know who Michael Jordan is she won't know who LeBron James is like he hasn't had that impact yet I don't I mean he has but I mean not for like the older like he can't, can't go up to like an old like 50 year old plus woman like who's uh LeBron James like I don't I don't really know like who's Michael Jordan like oh I know who Michael Jordan he's in Space Jam right Right in Space Jam 2, what you mean? We about to get to Space Jam 2. As funny as we gonna get Space Jam 2 and all, and I call us old heads, all us old heads is gonna be mad as hell. It wasn't the first one, it ain't supposed exactly. to be the first one. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of hate. I feel it's gonna bad. be a lot of, I'll be right at the line. I ain't like Space Jam either, but I'll be right at the line with my uh, my little uh, pitchfork and fire, like this is trash. I said Jordan did it better, like, come exactly. on, Exactly, Jordan did it better, he had Bill Murray in it. Well, oh LeBron my got. God. <laughs> I want to ask you guys a question. My boy asked me earlier. Well, he told me earlier. He uh, he writes a lot for New Orleans sports, Louisiana sports teams, and he said that <laughs> the worst back, the worst backcourt in the league is Lonzo Ball and Eric Bledsoe. So I want to get your thoughts, Saint. First, is is that true? Do you think that's true? Uh if they ain't the worst, it's definitely top three. Um, <laughs> That's bad. We we're talking results. Uh, and, and as much of a Brody fan as I am, they're not winning. And uh, up too. And Brad shooting the lights out, but they can't seem to get it together. I think defense is the main thing. That's the issue. But even still, that's the backcourt that's there. Um, Bucks haven't got it together yet either. I mean, it still kind of runs through Giannis, but um, Drew and what's the kid's name? Middleton. Nah, nah. The, no, he's uh, small for that's right. Yeah, uh, the Mets, we, uh, 
Kavinsky. Vincenzo. Yeah. Yeah. They they haven't gotten it right yet. And heaven help us if we get to talking about the Pistons backcourt. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that might be. Even though I like D. Rose been playing, but he really don't have too much help on that shooting guard position. No. Yeah. Uh, so it's up there as far as being bad, but I, I just don't think that they complement each other skill set wise. I don't know why you would play them both together anyway. That is weird. Man, Gutty, man at his finest. <laughs> He's still playing man, Steven we, we talked. We talked about that too. Uh, we were kind of worried about that hire. Like, why you didn't try to get one of these other coaches to come over there to that young team? Stan Van Gunny, for what I've heard, he's not really a player. Like, he's not a coach that you want to have for your young players like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, I was a little curious about that, but I was looking at New Orleans record, and they're not doing good at all. And Zion and B.I. is, is balling, but the rest of their team, and then Adams is doing okay, but just don't have any type of chemistry whatsoever. You can't and, lose to the Timberwolves and not have uh, Cat on the floor or D'Lo. That, that oh, they just happen. had Anthony Edwards there? Yeah, they really lost that game, and neither one of them jokers played. Wow. Uh, you can't have that happen. Yeah. Yeah, That's what true. made me laugh when you said they text me about them being bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can't, <laughs> can't lose to them. What do you think, Wills? Are they the worst backcourt in the league? No, because the Pistons are still number one. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a one point, was it point one seven five win percentage? So they're not the worst, but I they mean, have them being the number one pick next year. That's crazy. Oh, well, that's yeah, great already. Yeah, they said that if the lottery was to start today, they feel like the Pistons had the best chance to get the number one. Good, they need something because <laughs> what this is ain't it. It's this rebuilding. So I mean, it is what it is. Um, but. I'm not going to say they're the worst, Lonzo and Eric Bledsoe, but I mean, they don't, neither one compliments each other. Um, Lonzo can't shoot. He he wants to pass more so than anything else. Um, You probably should be playing J.J. Reddick more, but they ain't playing him. So I'm like, so what's the, what's the game plan here? Um, I don't feel they really gave Alvin Gentry like an actual shot at coaching that team. Um, just yeah, because when deal, Zion got, got drafted, players in the middle of the season too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Zion got drafted, and he didn't have Zion until like what a, f- a couple games into the season. And next thing you know, can't do it. Uh, go right into the bubble. It's kind of like now we got to try to play like in a playoff atmosphere. And this guy's only playing like maybe sixteen games, right. and then right after that, since they don't get the. What was it the AC? They didn't get the AC to play in the uh, the games. Like, oh well, see you later, Alvin. This, this, thanks. He's like, but I didn't even get a chance to nope. play with the guy. But I mean, I guess he did had um he had AD for a couple years, and obviously he didn't do anything with that. But then again, they didn't really give AD any help either. So no, nah. um, they lost Boogie. Yeah, once they lost Boogie, that was it. And that team was actually playing really well when they had those two guys and Rondo all together just yeah, playing real good um yeah I don't I really don't know what their plan is I mean you can't play Brandon Ingram Zion and Steven Adams all at the same time like that's not gonna work there's nobody really spacing the floor and then like I was saying like you might as well just center, think yeah you it. might as well just yeah. wait at the free throw line with, uh, with Lonzo like just go ahead and shoot it <laughs> like you ain't gonna make it you can't shoot I'm just sitting here at the free throw line I'm just gonna double, go ahead and double Brandon Ingram I'm gonna double Zion like cause you ain't you ain't doing nothing sir mm-hmm. so and I mean Eric Blitzel he was Decent at one point. In Phoenix, man. What happened? Yeah, at one point he was really good. And even with the Bucks, he was okay. But now nah, nah, he wasn't. He wasn't. Don't do that. I mean, he <laughs> had towards the okay. end of it, he was really bad. But like hey, the he when he first got there, it was like, okay, he's gonna be defensive presence. And, he, and after that like, first year and going to that second, he kinda had a he had to drop off. But he, he came up hot because he was up. He was like a honorable all-star um, in Phoenix, and then got traded to Milwaukee. He did pretty good first season. Second season, okay, he just started going down and just really bad. He was like in the way when he yeah. started. That Chris so, Paul tank, that's what that was. <laughs> 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 oh, man. 
Um, but no, nah, um, I'm hoping for the best for uh, for the Pelicans. I hope they do good, but I don't. I really don't know what their their goals is because the West is is getting harder. Yeah. A couple of teams that didn't make the playoffs last year are probably going to make the playoffs this year. That's the Suns and probably the Grizzlies to some degree, or maybe even my Spurs might stick in there somehow. Like I don't know. Hey, I don't see how. You let that one go. Whatever. I don't see how. Uh, <laughs> If the Pelicans don't get their act together, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. And I mean, are you gonna keep Brandon Ingram? Or are you gonna trade all him? That money yeah, too. they gave him all that money. He ain't going nowhere. Well, they they, well, they definitely stuck. They definitely got to trade Lonzo. I mean, I used to. I was kind of like fighting for Lonzo because I thought he had some spurs of like good moments. But after further review, uh, uh-uh, nah. <laughs> he played after, good before the bubble. But then when the bubble hit, it just kind of whatever he had going on just isn't isn't working. What what sucks is that his brother's better than him, so it puts a lot of shine on Lonzo. Like, while your brother just came in the league and he's pretty much balling, and what what do we have with you? See, the jury's still out on that though, because yeah, I was gonna say the same uh, thing. In that first year, they let you get away with more, and that second and third year is when they start. They've got tape on you now. And have seen you against NBA talent to go, hmm, he doesn't like to go that way. Hmm, he can't do this. Hmm, he can't do that. And start forcing you to do those things. So it'd probably be the second. The jury's out for me until the second year of him playing to see if he adjusts to but that sophomore slump is very real. Yeah. For yeah. Uh, most of the guys in the league. I agree. Any uh, any other thoughts on the NBA? Will, say any other thoughts going into this week? Got Brooklyn, you know, they getting back to their winning ways, even though they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers twice and Colin Sexton was balling. But uh, he was playing ball too. <laughs> I digress. But uh, what about you, Will? Any thoughts so far in the NBA season? Man, let my man Kyrie just like not play basketball, let him be like an ambassador. <laughs> Because that man is just not happy. Like, he's just not happy. And I understand, like, it's way more important things in the world going on than playing ball. But at the end of the day, you got to play Kyrie. I mean, just go ahead and he's not a, I'm not going to say he is an alpha. And he, that's kind of how he asserts himself. He wants to be a leader, but he doesn't know how to be a leader. So everything that he does just comes off and just rubs people the wrong way. So you have to really know Kyrie to know, like, some of the stuff he doesn't really mean to do on purpose, but it's kind of what we were going back to his whole his whole life, his whole career. He was just like, oh, you the man. You ain't got to answer to nobody. X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. So when people coming at him, it's like, like, who is you? Like, what are you talking about? Mm. Like, I, I've been doing this X, Y, and Z my whole life. You can't be saying I'm this or that. You can't tell me what to do. I'm pretty much like, I'm Kyrie Irving, but let my man go. It's okay. It's all right. That's yeah. that really in Brooklyn. I play defense. Oh yeah, they don't play no nobody's defense over there. And nobody, honestly, nobody in the NBA is really playing defense. It's just kind of like if you can kind of contain some. You, stuff. you can't say that, Will. You can't say that. That's that old school thinking. Now that is it. That's I mean, that old school thinking. <laughs> nobody say that they ain't playing defense because even. Uh, even Kawhi is not playing. Now nah, yeah, the kids don't. are more skilled. Now nah, they can they can score more baskets. The uh, I mean that's awesome. But the rules are uh, predicated more for the offensive player to have an advantage. Now um, I don't say hand checking because I don't think anybody know what the hell hand checking truly was. Uh, it's more of a post thing. Ain't nobody posting up anymore. But yep. if you have one through five, they can shoot the three and put the ball on the floor, and you can't really get in front of them to. Uh, impede them without getting a foul called. It's it takes a little bit more skill to play defense at this level than it did back in the, uh, the old days. Because your center wasn't popping out to shoot threes. You had maybe two or three in the was it the nineties or the eighties and nineties, but not like this. Everybody out there shooting threes, nah. I hear that, but. Ain't nobody playing defense at all. <laughs> nobody. And I mean, everybody, like you said, everybody's shooting. Everybody's shooting. Everybody wants to shoot. Everybody's doing all that. Like, Steph Curry didn't change the game. As much as light skin hate that that man gets, like, he changed the game. 
Um, because everybody want to shoot now. Um, but I mean, everybody can't be Steph Curry either. It's only a few players in the NBA who's kind of like, yeah, it's like when yeah. it comes to shooting, it's lights out. Okay, let's mm-hmm. go. Um, everybody can't do that. I know it's probably analytically it's better to shoot the three just because it's three points. Three is better than two, obviously. But I mean, we already seen what happened with the Houston Rockets where they missed like 27 threes and it lost them the series. It's kind of like you can't can't just shoot. You got to be able to do some other stuff. Like even the Warriors, like they had a, their defense wasn't like a lockdown defense, but they at least played some type of defense. And that's guys are playing defense. Oh, they are. They're playing defense. It's just not the, it ain't the junk we grew up watching. That's that's what the issue is. That's true. Yep. What about you, Sonny? What's, what's your thoughts on the NBA season so far? Anything that stands out? Uh, my boy KD came back, and he is probably the, I would go out on the limb and say, the most unguardable player I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that you can do with that, man. You put somebody big on him, he's running around him. Uh, you put somebody smaller on him, he's shooting over him. He can he has range to thirty feet out. Ambidextrous. What can you do? He's seven feet. What do you mean? What I'm supposed to do? <laughs> man, seven feet. Uh, man, seven feet. He's unguardable. There's nothing you get. Hope he miss. Hope he having an off night. Who's more unguardable, him or James Harden? KD for I'll take KD over Harden just because you can put a bigger player on Harden or a smaller player on Harden and it'll give them some trouble. KD's shooting over everybody. What about you, Will? Who's who's more guardable, James Harden or Kevin Durant? I'm gonna say Kevin Durant because I think you can get in James Harden head a little bit. I think you can talk shit to him and he will get upset and he'll just start doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, like honestly, I would, I would, I'll take KD all day. Um, I kind of like what Saint was saying. Like, man, I mean, he's seven feet and he's athletic. He got a shot. He can just kind of do whatever he wants. But at the end of the day, he can't do everything. <laughs> so what can he do? Yeah. I mean, I'm, as far as like winning, like he can't do everything to, like to get people over the hump. Like he can tell them warriors that. Ain't been the same since. <laughs> well, I mean, he got hurt. I mean, he came back and he's definitely my MVP. Like, I'll give it to him. Yeah, um, he's like he's a front runner this year. Yeah, I'll give it to him. I ain't giving it to LeBron. If he ain't get hurt, the Toronto not winning that series. Oh no! I mean, everybody knows that. But yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It happened, so it's over and done with now. But he's he's definitely to me. He's probably. The, yeah, I'll say he's the you best. You better not throw Jordan out there talking about he, he ain't more unguardable than Jordan was. Oh, I wouldn't let me say ask, that. I mean, no. Let me ask Saint a question and go make him think. I think it's going to make him think. Who's more unguardable, uh, KD in his prime or Shaq? Why? You ain't pick your boy Shaq? I, all Shaq was doing was dunking. Well, he was unguardable, though. Have you got him in the yeah, post? Yeah, if he got him in the post. KD get the ball and bring it up the floor. That's true. Ain't nothing you can do with him at that point, but Shaq got to get the ball down to him. And hope that hey, the outlet pass shoot free throws. So. Hey, now, <laughs> hey, that's enough slight Shaq slander. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I mean, if you're going to say that, I mean, Kevin Durant goes to the get free throws. Like, as much as you foul Shaq, whatever, he get his, he get his two points or he'll get his one point and then he'll have to get another one. It's like, ah, Shaq ain't getting that. It was 50-50. Depending on how he feels, but I mean, and KD is probably the most unguardable I've seen. Um, they ain't seen nothing like it. Yeah, he's he's a sniper. So I mean, the Grim Reaper, the yeah, Slim Reaper, Slim Reaper. What was the other one? Tarantula. That's what they was calling them. All types of weird names. This is KD. So that's fine. Just, just leave it at that. The man do got some long arms, though. He like he can scratch his knee when he's standing up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Any last words before we end the podcast? Oh, what happened to Conor McGregor? Oh, he's asleep right now. (laughs) (laughs) Man, left out on the cane. Wait a minute. Now you beat him that bad? Left out walking on the cane? Well, I think he was uh, was getting hit in the leg a lot. So that's probably why he uh, he got a fractured leg. 
Yeah, the oh, drone okay. ran off or wore off, so we can't be we can't be walking on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> he walked in in the suit and he walked out with a crutch in the suit. Oh, wait a minute now, he didn't get, he took that bad of a beating with nah, second right. round TKO. Man, it was uh, you know they're setting it up for a trilogy because seven years ago he knocked out uh, Dustin Poirier, so mm-hmm. they're trying to set up for a third one, but. I mean, like Connor is just—he really doesn't look like he has a, as hungry as he usually is. Like he didn't really show a lot of his confidence, as, even though it's kind of annoying in braggadocious ways. But you can tell that he's just like, "Yo, I'm just getting this money." Pretty yeah, much. I got kids. Yeah. Yeah, he got kids. He ain't trying to get beat up, beat up. Like he talking all that smack, like he wanted from a what's his face, but he don't want that. I think that man will literally. Oh, Khalid, could be. Yeah, I don't think he, he don't do want that. no more of that. <laughs> he talking like he do. He'll nah. probably try to hype himself up like he do, but he. And I got kids. Conor McGregor, he changed a lot of things. His team, his sparring mm-hmm. partners, his coaches, everything. So it's it's one of the things like he shouldn't kind of got away from what got him to the to the game anyway. But yeah, that was uh, surprisingly. I know my barber, he actually betted a lot of money on Conor McGregor, so. Curious to see how he's feeling next week. Oh, he's flipping over upset. a couple of tables. <laughs> you know they have in Michigan they MGM. You can bet on the app online now, so yep. sports and all that. You're betting. He's just betting, and uh, yeah, I wonder how much he lost. I'm not gonna get too personal with him, but I'm gonna see it. Was he hurting? Was he crying? His haircut gonna cost forty. Just right. <laughs> well, I'm getting as a taper forty. <laughs> I got my money back real quick. Right. You don't <laughs> want to me get up. out the chair. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be uh, pretty interesting tomorrow, uh, this weekend. <laughs> that's all I got. The only other thought was uh, Russ being, uh, what's wrong with Russ? Somebody told me Russ was washed. Well, I don't know if he washed. He might, his confidence might be shooky. I heard that. Bit. What I heard on the street was that Washington, they felt like they are better with him off the court. And that they wouldn't be surprised if they trade him to Cleveland. <laughs> who? I read that today, like a Cleveland or like Orlando. For who? Um, if Brooklyn, because I read another thing, Brooklyn's interested in Kevin Love. I don't know how they'll do that with no pieces there, but um, and JaVale McGee because they need some um, big man there. Playing defense for him though, they can't yeah. do nothing. I don't understand, but uh, they uh. They said for Cleveland, like a deal where Andre Drummond comes to Washington and Russell Westbrook goes to Cleveland. Um, with Orlando, it was uh, the big man. Was it Bulichek? Bulichek, yeah. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, for Westbrook, since Markel Foss went out with that uh, ACL injury. So, Markel was getting outplayed yeah. by Cole Anthony anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what I've been hearing. But I don't, they should just play it out. I mean, there's a reason why they got where I work there, see what happens. It's better than not. To me, it's better than waiting for him to come back than John Wall not playing in two years. So they mm-hmm. might as well just see what goes on, see if they can gel together with him and uh, Bradley Bill. Maybe when Careful. he was there, they were still losing, so it doesn't... Oh, yeah, so I mean, it was it only like his a, fault that they losing. Right. True. When it wasn't a big sample size, I think it was like only, what, like four or five games or something mm-hmm. like that, and then he got hurt. So, I mean... I mean, you, yeah, you can wait around, but I mean, sooner or later, Bradley Bill is going to be like, you know, F this. Yeah. Get that man to that. No, get that man to Golden State. No, go. Let's end this podcast because I'm talking crazy. I like the hate for them boys in the West Coast. Go, get that oh, man to Golden State. That's where he need to be. Because they done messed up my whole Brooklyn thing. Go send my man to Golden State. I'll go get it. You see I'll this shirt? I promise you it'll be a Golden State shirt. I think I'll send him to Denver. I think Denver can get some pieces. No, no, no. <laughs> get back. Send that man to get Golden Michael State. Porter Jr. If they're willing to get rid of him. And, um, you know, maybe throw another um, their backup point guard or something, you know, in a little package, but never know. Denver does have the to- most toxic lineup I've ever seen in 2K. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ran... Uh, I ran Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Michael Porter Jr., Joker, and Bol Bol as my five. Wow. 
It's a yeah. big lineup. Yeah, so man, seven two, Joker seven foot. The paint doesn't exist. <laughs> no rebounds are getting. Nah. Wow. Nah. And I can get a bucket with everybody and five out you to death. Yeah, I got a couple of uh, I had a couple of hate messages. Just, <laughs> I'm back in my bag. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me. I ain't got nothing else. I didn't get everything out that I was thinking about talking about today. Alright, well this is new because we're on YouTube so uh, thank you for joining this YouTube video subscribe, right? Comment, like, and subscribe down at the bottom uh, Roundtable Sports Podcast try to be getting these jumps up here weekly uh, and for all of your podcast streaming uh options were there too you just won't get to see our beautiful faces although will didn't show us his and (laughs) (laughs) and we will catch you guys at the next episode